Hello, and welcome back to SAS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 153. Yeah, and happy August already. Can't believe it. So this week, we're going to um, expand our weekly update to be most of the episode, and then we'll also be talking about uh, Zegs and the NBA draft at the end. So um, I think we mentioned it on the podcast last time, but uh, Brian and I both went to California, um, went to San Diego and LA. First, I went to um, San Diego uh, a few days before Brian and visited our friend Elise. She's starting grad school down there. And so um, got to see Elise's apartment. It's basically like a resort. Um, you know, just the typical California has a pool, has a hot tub, very fancy. Um, and then lots of palm trees, Yeah, <laughs> palm trees all around. It was so nice. And then uh, we went to Coronado Island, which was very cool. Um, it's about, you know, 25, 30 minutes away from her apartment and got to see really, really amazing houses and got to tour around the Hotel Del Coronado. Uh, you know, can't afford to stay there, but got to walk around um, and got to go on the beach and it's really, it's right next to the Naval base. And so got every like five, 10 minutes, there were uh, helicopters and planes flying over like really cool military ones. Um, also got to watch part of the Olympics with Elise. And then uh, finally, Brian arrived a few days later and uh, Brian, you haven't been to California in quite a while since uh, your mom yeah, you moved to Texas, a couple of years. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, it's two or three years. And uh, I felt right at home. The air was dry. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, not, not in LA. Uh, the air was actually pretty moist in San Diego. There was, it was, there was uh, like some sort of like moisture front coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was super cool. We got to enjoy the hot tub. We got to enjoy the pool. Um, I learned that for some reason... I cannot float. <laughs> you can swim. I mean, I mean, I mean theoretically, you know, it's, I'm sure it's physically possible, but I was trying to just float on my back and, you know, I kept on going under. I'm like, this is not good. Like Elise and I were holding up Brian by yeah, the back and his legs. On my back. Like I was like, you know, just learning to kind of swim. And as soon as you let go, bam, down under. <laughs> and we're like, and for some reason he was holding his breath, even though his face was out of the water. And we're like, relax relax your body yeah i was too tense i was too tense so one time i relaxed i just went straight down sunk like a rock and i was not ready for it so i was like (laughs) coughing up pool water (laughs) i don't understand how that happened exactly uh but he can swim and he can tread water but he just can't float yes i want you guys to know if i was dropped in the middle of a lake i would know what to do i can swim (laughs) well you could swim but after a while you get tired so it's easier to just float so you have to keep working on that I don't know if your bathtub is uh, big enough for you to practice in. I don't think it's long <laughs> enough for your body, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll might have, have to, to go back out. out and try it again because we tried for what half an hour. Yeah, we we gave a good amount of time to try to figure out how to float. <laughs> Brian also threw out his shoulder during in the swimming pool, uh, trying to yes, do a we backflip. Backflip in in the pool, not not off the side, just in the pool. Yes. You know, we were doing not, somersaults not and all that. And uh, the next morning, Brian couldn't raise his, his arm up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, other than that, we had a great time. And then later that day, we went to Little Italy in San Diego and went to this really good Italian restaurant called Mimo's. Um, and then we watched the sunset from Wind and Sea uh, Beach. And it was kind of cloudy day that night, but that's all right. Uh, very fun. 
Yeah. Anything else, yeah. Brian? Um, it was good to be on the beach. Uh, yeah, like you said, it was a little cloudy, so we didn't see that much of the sunset, but we did see basically the beach itself, which is always <laughs> worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, did I miss anything? Oh, no, I just wanted to make a comment on the Little Italy. Uh, the little, the village was actually pretty big. It was like, I don't know, I'd say like, what, eight or nine blocks? blocks in, yeah. 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 Eight or nine blocks in, you know, in a, one direction. And uh, it was all Italian oriented stuff. So you got not, lots not of pizzas. all. There was a Shake Shack there. But other than that, That's most true. of it was That's Italian. True. That's pretty American. <laughs> uh, but okay, some of it, or a good portion of it was Italian, I should mm-hmm. say. You know, there's pizzas, there was spaghetti all sorts of noodles and uh there was some wine like a wine thing there too and what was interesting is you could see like on every block there was like a little banner that said some famous italian american so we got to see some mariners players that were uh some baseball players i don't remember their names yeah i don't remember either but, but we were just walking along we were like, just oh, looking around mariners and we see some jersey. mariners yeah exactly like oh wow yeah there's two of them that we saw i was like wow the mariners are really representing the italian community mm-hmm. who knew yeah, i didn't yeah um yeah then the next day uh we hung out with elise for a while watched more olympics um you know we watched the olympics and we saw rui being the flag holder the flag bearer of japan so that was pretty cool um other than that was a very long opening ceremonies uh but um anyways brian and i then uh she dropped us off at the airport and we rented a car um and drove to la um and I got to meet Brian's brother, Max, and his roommates. And Brian got to see where his brother lives. And yes. you guys hadn't seen each other for a while, right? Yeah, we hadn't seen each other since last Thanksgiving, uh, you know, with the pandemic and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was nice to see him. It's been almost a year. And I got to see the place he was staying at. It was very, very, very Californian. There was like this atrium in the middle of the... Uh, the open air atrium. It was open air atrium, just because, you know, it rarely rains. I mean, there was a roof and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, there were plants all around. It was very, it's definitely not like my studio apartment, I have to say. <laughs> a lot bigger. Um, you know, they had a pool in the back as well. Most uh, expensive Californian homes have pools in the back. It's just their way of saying, I have money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta catch up with my brother. We had In-N-Out, classic Californian, uh, you know, burger, like Seattle sticks. Yeah, we were telling him how, you know, Seattle doesn't have In-N-Out burgers. We have Dick's burgers. And so it's kind of the same thing, kind of the same price range. Yep, yep. Not and as famous as In-N-Out, but. They're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was after our three-hour drive, we pretty much just had dinner caught up with my brother and uh, went to bed for the next day, which was the big day. It was heading over to Universal Studios and yes. uh yeah mary came into it with a plan she's like there's an app you got to download the app i looked it up online you got to hit all these rides in a certain order because these are the um you know the longest time consuming ones yeah mm-hmm. the lines are the longest ones. so we hit the harry potter one first which is the big attraction we had there's um, two harry you know, potter they... rides we went to the main harry potter ride and it said the line was gonna be 30 minutes that was the first ride we literally just walked straight there it only took probably 15 yes. minutes which is great because later mm-hmm. the line was like 80 minutes long but anyways went yes. on that that was a little disorienting first thing in the morning it was what 9 15 at that point 
and yes, they were being like, almost spun upside down. And I was like, I haven't even eaten breakfast. Like, ugh, this is like, it's very fun. But I was like, this, I've never, I haven't been thrown around like this on a roller coaster this early <laughs> in the morning in yes. quite a while. But it was very unique and had like lots of, uh, incorporated lots of movie the screens. Harry Potter theme. Um, then we went next on, there was a, basically a little kid's roller coaster um, that was in <laughs> Harry Potter world. And it was very short, probably 20 seconds long. Um, and I'm getting off the ride and I look at my Apple watch and it says, Brian has texted me, uh, emergency SOS. Brian has dialed 911. I guess I'm his emergency contact. And it uh, started calling me and I'm like, Brian, why are you calling 911? Uh, Brian looks at his phone. He's on a call with 911. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, so apparently I had butt dialed 911. I don't know how this happened because <laughs> on like the lamest some... ride either. It was like on the, the lamest ride, it was ride. like the kitty ride. Mm-hmm. So they probably were, you know, if, if any of them ever opened, like any of the operators were listening, yeah, they probably heard me like throwing my ass up in the air, going like screaming. They probably thought I was like getting murdered. Well, you almost like, lost your sunglasses on that ride. So. That's true. I put my hands up in the air and then I almost lost my sunglasses, which, which, which that is an emergency, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently there's some combination of hitting uh buttons on your phone that's not you know actually dialing the numbers that like automatically dials that so i'll have to like figure out how to disable that because i've never butt dialed like anyone and butt dial like 911 that's that's not good so but obviously they never called me back so i assume either their response time is just atrocious well they saw that you were universal studios and probably realized what happened yeah yeah they're probably like okay this guy's fine um, and then we um, went down to the lower lot and we went on Jurassic World. I hadn't been to the um, Universal Studios since like 2009, 2010. How about you? Uh, I think I was there 2016 or 2017. Okay. So, so anyways, we went like, on the went Jurassic it, World ride. I went to it on a Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Went on the Jurassic World ride. And last time I was there was Jurassic Park ride. But since then, a few of the movies have come out, so they upgraded the ride. Um, mm-hmm. We were in the front row, just happened to be. Got soaking wet. Like, so, oh, so wet. ridiculous. Took a picture afterwards, because, I mean, okay, honestly, it wasn't, like, the nicest day that we went. It was a little overcast, not super hot, which is actually great. But, yes. um, you know, we'd been on a few rides, and then we went down, you know, the four escalators to get to the lower part of the park. And I was starting to sweat a little bit. So it was actually perfect timing to get soaking wet. Um, but yeah, very, I liked that ride a lot. That was probably one of my favorites. Um, yeah, like, like 20 seconds into the ride, you just get like doused by like some fountain. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a wet ride. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I had done the ride earlier and I know like the drop at the very end, like that's mm-hmm. when there's like the biggest splash. When you're already like completely wet <laughs> before you even like go like more than 10 seconds or 20 seconds into the ride, you know, it's going to be a very wet ride. And it was, it was super fun. It was the first time I was actually in the front row for mm-hmm. a ride like that. We definitely got the full face of water, which was good. Cause like you said, uh, even though it wasn't like 90 degrees and sunny, it was still, it was I'm still glad it wasn't hot. that hot. Yes, so then yeah. we hit the other two rides in the lower lot, the Mummy ride and the Transformers ride. Um, I don't really know those movies too well, but they were still fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same. But, so by that time, it, we'd only been there for about like two hours. We'd already done five rides. And as you guys know, Universal Studios, Hollywood, 
doesn't have like that many rides so it makes it doable in one day which is kind of nice mm-hmm. um so then we headed back up the escalators because it takes like what 10 minutes 15 minutes to get up and down those escalators so there yeah, are- there's like five separate escalators like mm-hmm. i never realized like what the difference between the upper lot and lower lot and universal studios was but yeah it's a lot of escalators <laughs> yeah so that you know all my planning i was like it says to hit all of the lower lot rides all in one go so you don't have to keep going up and down the escalators um you mm-hmm. to do that early in the morning before a bunch of people come um so then we went back up the escalators and we went on the studio tour um they changed some things since i was on it what 12 years ago but um yeah i like that yeah, a lot i think they added a fast and furious thing i've never been a like follower of the fast and furious but apparently there's like nine of these movies so i guess it's pretty popular among some people and you know it's making money so they added that into the Mm -hmm. studio tour there's always the classic like jaws theme one uh there was you know like the there's some king kong ones saw Um, where desperate housewives was filmed saw where the good place tv show is filmed um yeah it was i liked that a lot it's just fun to just kind of see what the sets looked like and oh yeah, they... and I was like, you know, looking over my shoulder for a celebrity just randomly walking around, but I didn't see any. <laughs> well, yeah, they were like, and on today's ride, we're gonna see a celebrity. It's Vin Diesel's car. And we saw one of his cars from uh, Fast and Furious. Again, I don't really watch those movies, but it was still funny. Brian was like looking at all the trailers, yes. trying to find a celebrity, even though we probably wouldn't even recognize most of them. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So then we went back to Harry Potter world and we had lunch and we had uh, fish and chips and frozen butter beer, which is a drink from the books in the movie. And it's Mm non-alcoholic and it tasted like kind of like a butterscotch milkshake to me. I was very good. It's really good. And what's interesting to note about the Harry Potter uh, like theme part of the park is it's more, it's, it's like the whole village. Like, yeah. uh, I think what it's, uh, what is it called? Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. It, it basically, re- it resembles like the village of the Harry Potter series. So when we had lunch, I think it was like supposed to resemble the Great Hall, uh, mm-hmm. which is basically like the cafeteria in Harry Potter. Um, and uh, in the ride itself, you know, the first ride that we went on was part of a, a, the castle. So we go all the way up to the top of the castle. And I think the ride is just somewhere within the castle. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, the design of like this whole village is was pretty cool. Like it was pretty, you know, like one-to-one, you definitely could recognize it as like a Harry Potter themed, uh, you know, village, which I thought was pretty, pretty fancy. Pretty fancy. Oh yeah. I thought that was a party, probably the coolest part of the park. They're also building a Nintendo world, but that's not ready yet. That's going to be open in like a year or two. But yes. after lunch, we went, wandered around the Harry Potter world some more. And then we went on all the rest of the rides in the park except for the Simpsons ride because that had the longest line, like an hour and a half. And like we'd both mm-hmm. been on it before. And so, uh, but we went on the Despicable Me ride, the uh, Kung Fu Panda ride. Um, let's see. There was a, a Secret Life of Pets or some sort oh, of yeah. pets. Oh, yeah. The Secret Life ride. of Pets ride, which I have not seen that movie, but basically the ride. And that was like the newest ride that they had. It's basically mm-hmm. it looked like. Uh, they transformed us into pets. And so it was like, smile, you're on camera. And you waved at this thing and you had turned into a dog or a cat. And at yes, the end- and Mary got a husky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get to pick that, but then 
um, at the end, a family adopts you and you're like, oh, yay. And you're like waving at the camera and your arms are moving around as you're the dog or the cat. So I thought that was right. pretty unique and creative. Yeah. Yeah. So basically we did the whole park um, within six and a half hours. I'd say and like we wandered around and we saw Scooby-Doo in the uh, mystery machine uh, car, saw some minion people walking around. Uh, yeah. So that was our day at Universal Studios. And yeah, we had to wear day. masks when we were inside. So if the line was indoors, wear a mask. If the ride was indoors, wear a mask. And they were actually enforced it very well. Uh, people had their mask below their nose. They were actually taken off the ride before if, if they had it off before it had started. And so people yeah, were kind of mad I, about I, that. But <laughs> I, I mean, remembered uh, one person that got all the way to the front of the line and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot my mask somewhere at the bottom of the line. And I'm like, what? And the person's like, sorry, you can't go on this ride. So you have to go, go to the gift the shop and buy. You have to go to the gift shop and buy another mask, which of course it's going to be like $20. Yeah. You know, universal, like, you know, their products that you buy in gift shops are going to be ridiculously overpriced. So like you mm -hmm. said, you know, what would be like a $1 mask is probably, you know, $20. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. So yeah, that was, that day it was pretty tiring. I think we walked like 15,000 steps according to my watch. So yeah, that's a good, good workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see, the next day was our last day and our flight was later in the day, but we, we, Brian, I cannot, for, first of all, I cannot navigate California freeways. I didn't realize how many times you have to merge onto different freeways. Brian was good oh, at it. Yes. I was the it's navigator. Very, I just plugged in my like phone. <laughs> yeah. And I was just told him, you know, the GPS, what to do next. But, uh, Brian drove and we went to where Brian went to high school and yep, Westlake uh, lived Village, while he Westlake was in high school. High school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, it's the first time seeing my high school in, oh God, like 10 years. And I, I know there's supposed to be some high school reunion coming up one of these next year, these days. Yeah. Next year. Let's see how that goes. Uh, but, you know, I was very disappointed to see that my, the basketball court in my high school was was being reconstructed into a STEM building. Oh, come on, people. Priorities. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, guess there used to be like a bunch of outdoor basketball courts that Brian used to go to all the time. And now there's like a seven story STEM building being built. And he was just so disappointed. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a huge building. Like maybe they're getting more people than I had when I was going to high school, but that was a, that was a pretty big building. That was a huge um, building. But yeah. So showed Mary, uh, my high school, and uh took a picture in front of it so it looked like i was you know super senior super duper senior <laughs> <laughs> uh and then let's see what else did i do i showed mary oh right we we went to go see uh the bachelorette mansion um that's the bachelor about 15 mansion, minutes yeah. or the bachelor mansion um it's about 15 minute drive from my high school and basically where I used to live. So it's all right around the same area. It's a little bit off in its own way, but it's only about 15 minutes away. So we went ahead and see, saw that. You can see like the classic bachelor mansion roof. <laughs> well, okay. We, it was, it's kind of on a hill and we're driving by it. And I'm like, oh, here it is. Like literally just a gate. So then we did, it's like a long windy road. So Brian had to figure out a time to pull into another driveway and like turn around. Mm -hmm. come back down back towards uh Westlake Village Thousand Oaks area so I turn around and as we're going down the hill you can actually see it so I took a picture 
it's kind of far away, but you could definitely tell it was the Bachelor Mansion. Yes. So there you go. Sightseeing. Also, uh, <laughs> yeah. Also got to go see where Brian used to play basketball for hours a day uh, in high school, and there just happened to be a basketball lying around there. So he just played some more basketball. Got, for a few Gotta minutes. relive the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Back when he thought he'd make it into the NBA. Yes. Like that. The- Yes, life was looking up back then. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm pretty happy with my life right now as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, great trip. Um, that was my first time on a plane in 22 months, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, since like September 2019. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very fun. Got to see Elise and see where she's living now. So that was so fun. Got to uh, meet Brian's brother and got to see where Brian went to high school and all that. Yeah, so overall, it was, it was a fun, fun vacation. Definitely need to do more of this when, uh, you know, when I'm able to, uh, you know, pandemic, who knows where that's going. But overall, I was glad to be able to get out and uh, see the world. <laughs> yeah. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. Did you know the American Heart Association recommends 150 active minutes each week to help with heart health? What if you could earn rewards just for being healthy? That's where Paceline comes in. Paceline is a free app that gives you rewards for exercising 150 minutes per week. Keep up a weekly streak and get even more rewards. Every week of your streak, the rewards vary. You can choose from gift cards from Amazon, Starbucks, Target, and more to discounts for products or services, and even donations to charitable organizations. Join me on Paceline. To get started, download the free Paceline app, connect it to your activity tracker, and use our referral code SSSPOD to start earning rewards just for being healthy. So then a few days later, once we were back home, that that was when the NBA draft happened. And mm-hmm. this year, quite a few Zags actually were um, you know, projected to be drafted, especially Jalen Suggs and Corey Kispert. Um, so we watched it and Jalen Suggs was uh, picked number five by the Orlando Magic. And then Corey Kispert was taken at number 15 by the Washington Wizards, which is actually very cool because he'll be playing with Rui Hachimura. That's the team he plays on as well. So the Zags are reunited in Washington, D.C. And then um, former Zag Philip Petrusev was actually chosen at number 50. He had since transferred from Gonzaga before um, finishing, but he did end up going – to the NBA draft. So that was very cool. He's going to be playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Ayayi was also drafted by the Lakers and that he signed a two-way contract. So he's not going to be on their main team. That two-way contract basically means 
you get paid for what league you're put in. So he's probably going to start off in the G League, which is like their developmental league. And, you know, he might get brought up if the Lakers need like an additional player. But usually what happens here is this is if players don't want to play overseas and they feel like they can make the NBA within like a year or two developing under a professional basketball team. So that's what he's going to be doing. Most likely he's going to be developing under the Los Angeles Lakers, which is pretty cool. You get a player in LA. And uh, yeah, and it's not as, uh, the contracts aren't as luxurious luxurious as an NBA contract, but he's still going to get paid probably more than all of us. (laughs) And, uh, and he's going to be playing basketball. So that's pretty cool for him too. So good luck Um, to all of them. When the players were called and uh, drafted, uh, so they were walking up to the stage and they'd play like a little video about, you know, the hardships in their life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Suggs was like, I'm going to provide generational wealth for my family and other players, you know, were like, you know, I've been dreaming I haven't of this seen my parents in six years and years. all that. And then <laughs> yeah. Corey Kispert comes up and, uh, they show a video about his dog named Stu. Um, they got him when he went to Gonzaga because he's a bulldog. Um, and his dad was like, you know, stupid dog. So Stu stands for stupid and not Stuart. We learned, um, yes. and we're like every other players, like, oh, I've went through so many hardships and then Corey Kispert's little uh, video oh, is about his dog, which is kind of funny. Yeah. There's a picture of him surfing with his dog on the beach. <laughs> all yeah. happy in a sunny day. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Yeah. Just thought um, those good, but very, very impressed, you know, two Zags picked in the top, uh, 20 top 15 mm-hmm. actually so yeah, five um, and 15th pick Jalen Suggs uh, is the second highest drafted player in Gonzaga history besides Adam Morrison who was drafted number three long time ago though. wow that's pretty good and I remember uh Jalen's little segment as well we were wondering what what, what Jalen would be talking about and what what like his interview would be talking about his mom let us all know that he still has his mini hoop <laughs> that he famously talks talked about when he hit the game winning shot against UCLA he's mm-hmm. like oh I always dream about this on my mini hoop basically what they've done is what it sounds like she's done is she's basically raised his mini hoop <laughs> uh, to an adult size I don't know if he's practicing on that because the rim is usually a little bit smaller but <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that that's what he's just practicing on when he goes home to, uh, you know, see his parents just playing on his mini hoops. So, yeah. But overall, this is also the second time that um, Gonzaga has had two players drafted this highly. Um, the last time this happened was two years ago in 2019 when Rui Hachimura and Brandon Clark were both drafted uh, also. So Gonzaga continues to get better. And, you know, now it's a more common thing to have two players in the uh, drafted, which yeah. is very cool. Yeah, yeah, we're we're sending the NBA good, good young stars. Mm-hmm. But um, that's it for this week. Hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and see you later. Bye. Bye.